Thank you for joining us for another episode of the National Leprechaun Museum's Talking Stories podcast. Remember, the best way to support us is by liking, subscribing, and sharing with a friend. Yes, hello, it's uh, myself, Mark, for this week's episode, episode number 56 of our podcast, and I'm very excited to be joined by Molly. Hi. Molly, you're, you're our newest storyteller. Sure am. That's, that's the idea. That's the idea. That's, it. that's why they pay me the big bucks. Yeah, and I'm genuinely taken back by the <laughs> level of enthusiasm uh, that we're getting from you. Um, now, the funny thing, and I'm going to out you on this straight away, Molly. Yeah. I can see you looking nervous. Yeah. You've never listened to our podcast. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to out me for the fact that this is, a, of course, an audio medium, and I am... insanely fidgeting the entire time we've been talking um but no i have never listened to the podcast um i'm sure it's great i'm sure you do a great job but uh i wouldn't know do you know what's going to annoy me (laughs) this is going to be our most listened to podcast (laughs) and despite the fact that we're featuring a story from brendan today Mm. you're still going to think it's because of your voice being on the podcast yeah no absolutely i mean obviously yeah. I, they pay me the big bucks for they pay a reason. You the big bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we want Brendan to know that, like, kind of just how much of a disparity there is between the two well, of you. Actually, yeah, no, it's but, uh, ma- you know what? Maybe get his finger out and actually start working a bit harder <laughs> if he <you> did. <laughs> exactly. you've, you've heard Brendan telling stories, though, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in the museum. Very different style than you'd probably be aiming for yourself, or? Um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like to think um, I, I, I'd be able to tell a very sophisticated story, but then, in fairness, um, I do think I see some of myself in Brendan's style, especially as more silly moments, uh, which we'll get to, but uh, just because I, I would like to be a bit more um, sophisticated, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, we're very, very different, incredibly different people. So all I'm getting <laughs> from that is that you don't think Brendan is sophisticated, and that's fine. Yeah. He's not well, gonna, he's yeah, he's not in, and um, no, I mean, the we're gonna. Only, well, I won't. I won't get ahead of myself. We're gonna yeah. hear a story from him. Yeah, the so. only thing I would worry about is that uh, Brendan, unlike you, actually listens to the podcast. Uh. <laughs> so we'll deal with that mm-hmm. later. If it comes down to it, getting physical though, given like the novel of mythology, like involves some incredible weapons, who's gonna win between you and Brendan if Brendan takes umbrage to your comments? Uh, if Brennan tries to fight me, is that yeah. it? Is that the question? Yeah, well, how's that going to um, go? Uh, well, I'm incredibly physically weak. Uh, so you keep saying Brendan. this about Brennan. <laughs> I don't know, you've got this... I'm, I'm building this mythology around myself that I'm very, very weak so that when I when someone does inevitably fight me, they're taken aback. I'm, not, I'm prepared because I think you strength. give off a Christian Bale type energy. Um, sure. That um, I, know, I know who that is. You don't know who Christian Bale is. I know the name. I apologise to everyone who's listening to this podcast, especially <laughs> Christian. Exactly, it, Christian. It, look, I'm sure you're a great guy. Moving swiftly along. <laughs> so, obviously, this is not a, a, a podcast about people who've played Batman, uh, amongst other oh, things. Yeah, um, no, I wouldn't, yeah I wouldn't It know. is about sorting. We are going to listen to a story from Brendan, mm-hmm. uh, a story we're very familiar with, and then we're going to come back after it. So, all that's left for everyone else to do is to have a listen, grab a cup of tea. What's your beverage of choice when listening to a story? Uh, Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Okay. I love, uh, love a cup of tea right now. So. Well, we're going to go get a cup of tea then mm. while uh, you guys listen to the story. And we'll be back to you very, very soon.
There are certain places that have more association with the myths and legends of Ireland than others. And one of these is, of course, the Hill of Tara in County Meath. The Hill of Tara was the seat of the High Kings of Ancient Ireland. But it was said that thousands of years ago, the Hill of Tara had a pernicious problem. And this story is all about how that problem was solved by a young hero named Fionn McCool. You see, Fionn McCool had been trained from birth in all manner of combat. By the time he could walk, he could swing a sword. By the time he could talk, he could throw a spear. So by the time he was ten years old, well, he was already one of the greatest warriors Ireland had ever seen. Now, at the ripe old age of ten, Fionn felt it was high time that he proved himself. He went to the fortress of Tara, the seat of the High King, and he presented himself before the king. My name is Fionn McCool, he said, and I wish to join the Fianna. And he was welcomed with open arms. The High King had been a great friend of his father, and the men of the Fianna were only too happy to have this wonder child join their ranks. Now on this day, a great feast was being held in the Fianna's honour. People ate and drank merrily, they swapped songs and told stories of their valour, they danced together, they sang together. But, as the day wore on, as afternoon became evening, as evening began to encroach upon night, the atmosphere in this great hall began to change. The warriors looked around with anxious faces, worried glances. Some of the great warriors of the Fianna even started to cry. And there was good reason for this. You see, every year, for the past 21 years, a fairy creature had come to Tara. And every year, this fairy creature had burned it to the ground. Now, this was a fairy creature of terrifying ability. It was able to play a harp so sweetly that its enchanted music would lull even the strongest of warriors into a deep, deep slumber. Then, using its magic, this fairy creature would breathe fire like a dragon, and he would use these two skills to his advantage every single year, burning down the fortress of Tara without ever having to face a single man in combat. And what name did this creature have? What name would you give a creature as evil and terrible as this? What name could suit a creature of such malice, such wickedness, such awe-inspiring malevolence? Well, this fairy creature's name was Alan. His name was Alan the Burner. Now, Alan mightn't seem like the most intimidating name in the world to you or me, but it wasn't his name people were scared of. It was his deeds, and his deeds were truly ferocious. So, the warriors were terrified. They were quaking in their boots. And the king, he looked down at his worried warriors, and he grew angry in turn. He got to his feet. He stamped his foot. This goblin of the fairy mounds, he said, has threatened us since a time before any of you were even born. And yet you, the Fianna, renowned for your strength and bravery, not one of you has been able to defeat him. Is there not one man here that will put an end to this creature once and for all? Well, the warriors of the Fianna, they hung their heads in shame. Not one of them dared meet the king's eyes. Not one of them, that is, 
Except, of course, the young Fionn McCool. Fionn, he stuck his hand in the air. I'll do it, he said. I'll be the one who kills Alan the Burner. But in return, you must make me the leader of the Fianna. Now, ordinarily, this would have been a laughable suggestion. Fionn was only a boy. But the king was desperate. So, he agreed. Fionn left that great hall, and he waited for the fairy to arrive. And as he waited, he realised something. He realised something very important. He realised something incredibly important indeed. He realised that he had absolutely no plan whatsoever. How would he stave off the fairy's music? How would he prevent himself from falling asleep? Well, an idea came to him. Now, it's very hard to get to sleep if you've ever been in terrible pain. As anyone who's tried to sleep off a migraine or a hangover knows, sometimes sleep just won't come. So Fionn figured if he took his spear and he pressed the tip of that spear to his forehead, the pain of it would keep him awake through the fairy's music. Don't try that at home. So he waited. The sun dipped below the horizon. Darkness like a blanket fell over the land and from that darkness came the sound of a harp. And it was being played so sweetly, like nothing Fionn had ever heard in his life. He was sorely tempted to close his eyes for just a moment and listen to that beautiful lullaby. He felt his eyelids grow heavy. He felt himself sway in place as sleep began to take him. He swayed and swayed and swayed, his eyelids falling down. His vision darkening, his arms growing limp at his side. He stumbled. But just as he was about to fall asleep, he remembered his spear. He pressed his spear tip to his forehead and the pain of it caused him to jolt awake just in time to see a hill across the valley opening up. From that hill, a great hand emerged, a long, bony, taloned hand. And this great hand, it came down on the hillside and hoisted out a great and terrible creature. Alan the Burner was not like any fair you might be aware of. He was a long, bony, gangly thing with great horses horns atop his head and eyes that burned like embers in his face. This great fairy creature, it looked towards the fortress of Tara, a great grin stretching across its features and it began to lurch step by wicked step over towards the gates where it came to a stop. Outside of the gates, the fairy creature it opened up its mouth, and in that mouth, Fionn saw embers and sparks beginning to fly. He saw smoke pouring from the fairy's nostrils. He saw the glow of flames in the fairy's throat, and he realised he didn't have a moment to lose. He charged at the creature with a great war cry, and the creature, looking towards him in shock and terror, let out a great scream. Like that. Well, Alan the Burner had never had to go up against anyone in single combat before. His magic had always been enough. So he turned tail and he ran. He ran back towards his fairy mound with Fionn in hot pursuit. The two of them travelling with incredible speed over fields and bogs and hills. Until... 
They came to the fairy creature's fairy mound, and the fairy creature, it took one step back inside that fairy mound, and Fionn began to panic. The fairy creature took another step inside that fairy mound, and Fionn saw his chance to become leader of the Fianna, waning away. The fairy creature took a third step inside that fairy mound! But it didn't take a fourth. Fionn reeled back his spear and he threw it with a champion's aim and it struck the fairy in the back. Alan the Burner fell to the ground dead. And Fionn, in his delightful way, because all ten-year-olds are secretly demons, chopped the fairy's head off. He brought the fairy's head back to Tara and when the people woke up, he placed it on a pike so that they would all see that he had been victorious. For this deed, Fionn was given the leadership of the Fianna. He became the greatest leader they'd ever known. It's not known what happens to Alan the Burner's harp, though. That enchanted instrument might still be in that fortress, that fairy hill to this day, waiting for its master to come and play them again. Well, that was most certainly a story. It sure was. That was, I mean, that was exciting. That was like a day at Cheltenham. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, a real adventure. There was so many, like, kind of, like, I was, like, listening to it like a piece of music, almost. Like, Brendan has a way of building up, like, this kind of crescendo. The crescendos and yeah. the decrescendos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, it's like an Old Spice mm-hmm. ad or something like that. <laughs> or a, a chase scene and, like, some kind of, like, possession horror movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, And then he's so nice on top of it. I know. I it's, love it's almost just, infuriating. Yeah. You know, when someone's so talented and they're so I never nice. said he was talented. I said he was nice. I'm saying he's talented, so... Well, to you, niceness is a talent that you <sighs> yeah. do not... <laughs> you know, you know, to anybody listening to this podcast, they don't know me. They've never met me before. I, and I've never been on this podcast before. So all they hear is you being like, you're mean. And you know who that, who that makes... Who looks bad in that scenario? Me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally okay yeah, with that. Because so. the chances are a lot of our a lot of our people who listen to her and you'll know this from being in the shop at the end of the tour, people mm-hmm. are always like, Oh my god, you guys have a podcast? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Yeah, we have a podcast, go and check it out. Like all the stories are there. And like this is episode number fifty six. So people who've been on your tour will be listening to this. So they'll back me up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and then and except you don't listen to the podcast. You haven't listened have to the never, podcast. Have never, yeah. Listen to, you don't need to phrase it like that. Never, ever. Um, and I never will. <laughs> but you come from a people. You have a family. Maybe they'll want to listen to it because you're on it. Mm, you haven't met my family. No, I haven't. <laughs> Which is strange because I've met family of most of the people who work here. Really? Over the years, it's really strange. So, yeah. do I have a family? You don't know. Um, I do remember once you made a joke about having a son called Hobnob. <laughs> uh, we were talking about biscuits, but I sus- was that a joke? <laughs> I suspect you were tricking me. That's the thing about you being, you know, uh, you know, a pretty good storyteller. So I don't know if you're lying to me or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm giving nothing away. Do you play poker at all? <laughs> we're sitting here. Only Lady Gaga. <laughs> 
I think you'll find this pronounced Lady Gaga. 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 Lady Gaga. <laughs> That's not going to become a thing, no matter how much I want it to be. Now let's get for back. a moment. Yeah. Let's bring it back to Brendan. Bring it back to Brendan. Brendan's story. We always, we always should do. We should. Brendan's amazing. Brendan was the baby of the museum for a number of weeks, and that was about <laughs> it. And it was a little bit longer now, but they lost that title when CC uh, joined us, mm. and then they were the youngest. But Brendan has a quality in their storytelling which they carry through into their everyday life. Mm-hmm. If you ever heard Brendan describe like a night out, literally anything. Yeah, li- yeah. anything. Yeah. Anything. Watch out for lunch, and then you're subjected to this amazing. <laughs> Uh, subjected yeah. yeah that's 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 the wrong way to, to phrase that uh, i i it's 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 just a build-up and it's the build-up and then he disappoints you mm. with, with the alan no story. it's not a disappointment at all i have to wholeheartedly disagree it's so funny it's so fun because like i've only heard a few people do this story and like you're one of them so mm-hmm. obviously um it wasn't half as fun as yeah mine's not version. fun yeah no not at all um so that like actually got a laugh out of me like it's yeah. so funny and i think it's really well paced in that regard like the jokes and the drama and then as we were saying like the ups and downs the consideration i think is unreal and it's so subtle and maybe if someone listens to it for just once mm. they wouldn't get it but even the idea of Fionn McCool acknowledging himself yeah. he's such an arrogant swine when he grows up for him to acknowledge that he doesn't have a plan and he doesn't know what he's doing mm-hmm. which is strange because at this point Fionn McCool has, has tasted the, the sound of knowledge yeah. simply could have just sucked his thumb and he would have figured it out like he did he went up there without a plan he did not think that he has all the knowledge in the world and everything like I'm getting a bit of a I'm sensing a pattern here he's not maybe not known for his brains, old Fionn, is he? He's not, he's not, he's not known for his empathy either. Uh-huh, I mean, this uh-huh. is a guy who went off, did all the warrior training he was meant to do, was then meant to learn the poetry, the 13, all the books yeah. from, mm-hmm. from Venegas, and he got this like cheat sheet by mm-hmm. eating a bit of fish. Mm-hmm. And I think I think what was important, rather than actually just learning the stories and learning the poetry, he was meant to develop that part of himself. He was meant to develop that kind of like leader's kind of, I know, a bit of a heart. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason he's... He didn't um, have to put in the work, so he didn't he learn didn't. the skill. He, he really. didn't. Yeah. Uh, this is going to turn into another episode when I'm bad enough yeah, yeah. the kill. But, but I genuinely feel sorry for him. There was a guy with massive daddy issues. Um, his dad was killed. His mum sent him away. Mm-hmm. Uh, taken in by the two warrior women, like Foster, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's difficult. That's tough going. Yeah, sure. Doesn't excuse yeah. the bad decisions. I was gonna say people have life. tough lives all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean they go around like kind of getting someone killed by a magical boar and then exactly. leaving them to die. Exactly. Look. <laughs> Very specific. Although you know, regular Friday. Who yeah. hasn't? Regular Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that is that is fair. Um with Brendan's style of storytelling, mm-hmm. and given that everyone in here has, and you've seen a f- quite a few, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. when you came in, you were listening to the storytellers. You haven't heard everyone, though. I have not heard everyone. I've actually only heard, like, a handful, like, in comparison. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, about a third. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, there's quite a few people in here that I haven't And obviously, you have towards. to see room for your own style of doing it. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to something like that with Brendan, is there anything that you learn from that in terms of anything like you think I'm going to stick? Because it's one of the great things about being a storyteller in a space like the museum is mm-hmm. like, 
I'm going to steal that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm oh, yeah. That. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I was saying a little bit in the intro and you uh, absolutely jumped down my throat for it. But I, I didn't mean that Brendan's not good or he's not a good, he's not sophisticated or whatever. But I just mean like, um, I guess I would probably be, maybe, look, it's it's about me is what I was saying. I'm just, yeah. I'm afraid of being, you know, that dramatic and that kind of. Um, wow, an insecure like, storyteller who yeah, pays validation. Crazy. I've never met one before. It's not about the validation, but I feel like just hearing Brendan do that story and being so um, like passionate with it, it just yeah. like I'm being so good at it. It, it's so unbelievably good it just like shows you that like just because it feels like that's too much or you're you know you're gonna embarrass yourself or whatever it's it's like worth it if you do it well or if you if you at least like if you go for it yeah you'll figure out how to do it and how it works for you um the method of it um and sometimes you have to go bigger go bigger go home go bigger go home and there's a lot to be learned because we're all all of us in here are early on in Mm -hmm. our journey of like becoming storytellers it's Mm -hmm. not like you know what I mean? We're on the path of, 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 of story, storyteller path. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're never finished. You're never done learning. And you have to take risks. Yeah. I've yeah. told stories in there that have just fallen on their faces. Mm-hmm. And I've gone in sometimes and done something very, very simple. And it's worked so well. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? And it's very so much depending on the audience. It's different when we do it online like this. Yeah. Because we're missing one of the key elements that I love as a storyteller, which is seeing the audience reactions yeah yeah seeing uh-huh. them flinch in their seats when they're uncomfortable yeah. or when they lean forward or when you can get them to hold their breath mm-hmm. uh, all those things are amazing but i was i was brendan with that i was actually tired i think i lost weight <laughs> listening to that and it was that steeple chase mm-hmm. you know kind of like Cheltenham horse racing kind of pace that yeah. he had yeah that just I, honestly i think i if i had a pedometer on me now I think I'd done my 10,000 <laughs> steps just listening to Brendan. We didn't even mention the scream. I wasn't going to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say because I've heard that there was a scream in this story when Brendan did it. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, I like I didn't know where it would be. So going into this, I was very curious to see where the scream was. Um, and I mean, it's there. It's it is, great. It is there. It it's is. something that I think definitely with an audience. Yes. Um, it would it, be Jamie Lee hmm. Curtis doesn't need to worry about her title <laughs> of Scream, Scream, Scream Queen, Queen. Ah, um, I don't know I think it was genius how awkwardly long it was <laughs> yes exactly do you exactly. want to okay well I'll tell I, you this uh-huh. I was tempted and then I was very annoyed with myself mm-hmm. I was tempted to edit the scream and no, show no and that way. would be so unfair yeah and i actually genuinely was upset with myself that i even considered you it for a moment it. but you use the word awkward there and i think that's exactly what i meant is like sometimes you feel awkward or you feel like something you're doing would be awkward and like it isn't necessarily to an audience it might be you know fantastic and dramatic um or it might be awkward but that might be what the story needs oh no that absolutely you know? needs that that it is it's, it's uncomfortably it uh-huh. like it's it's a very kind of um common uh, mechanic when mm-hmm. it like in austin power movies and stuff like that yeah, yeah. it is it has it has that <laughs> kind of interesting like, reference but you know what but, but you understand it when <laughs> I, I get say it, it. I yeah. get it. <laughs> um but I listen to all of you so much telling your stories <laughs> you know what i mean like i, I hear things like sometimes i hear things from you is that i hope 
people pick up on. Mm -hmm. I can't go in and listen to you for the first time again. That boat has sailed. Mm -hmm. So I'm pre-programmed to expect things and, and obviously see what's coming with it. But that scream... You hear it for the first time. That every is. Time. <laughs> I honestly think I would just laugh again. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're not being recorded while we're listening to that story, any of the stories. Because mm -hmm. we, we have a bit of a commentary going sometimes. Mm -hmm. But that just would have had me like dorky laughing yes, yeah, in the yeah, background. Uh, well, Brendan, listen, it doesn't matter what we do or how good or bad or indifferent we are. Because this podcast is absolutely all about that story Brendan did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are. They, every nobody's listening at this stage. Oh, they've They're switched all off. Gone, yeah, and fair enough. Yeah, the story's over. Well, guys, then if you <laughs> are still here, thank you so much for listening to the ramblings of myself and and again Molly. Yeah. The 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 greenest. The newbie. The newbie still wet behind the ears. Long time caller, first time listener. Never listened to a podcast <laughs> before in your life. Never called. It's funny, I generally ask people when they apply for a job here, have you visited the museum before? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, no. Oh, yeah. I also had not. Yeah. You're yeah. just, and yet you're still here. Can't get rid of me now. Well, listen, maybe <laughs> Molly, next time we'll get you telling a story on the podcast. You know the bar has well and truly been set. Yeah. The only way that you could be in any way helped is if we record me telling a story between now and then <laughs> um, that would oh that's depressing uh, but guys thank you so much for joining us i hope you enjoyed brendan's story brendan if you're listening and, and i know you are because you listen to our podcast uh, that was an excellent story thank you so much you're just one of life's gems molly you were here i was here you were and you know what molly was here that was the i was here <laughs> you were you participated that's the truth that is, I cannot be called a liar on <laughs> that. It was weird, a, a very weird kind you know of joy having you on the podcast, uh, Molly. I was uh, here, but so were you. So who's the real winner and who's the real loser? You know? I'm just leaving in that long absence <laughs> of my voice there and hoping that makes the point that I know it will to an educated ear. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, me. It's been really nice telling stories to you guys. We will not see you, but you will hear us again very, very soon. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the National Leprechaun Museum's Talking Stories podcast. Remember, the best way to support us is by liking, subscribing, and sharing with a friend. <laughs>